Emergency Podcast. Kip Ione here across the streams. Uh, this, the genesis of this episode is based in Shams uh, Sharanya's on Twitter, you know, one of the NBA's best news breakers, him and Woj. Uh, it's like Pepsi and Coke with those two, but Shams last night tweeted, I don't remember the time, I want to say 5 o'clock, maybe 6 o'clock, tweeted that the Blazers, you know, a team that this podcast we we, we, we cheer for, we follow, uh, purely because Dame Lillard, Lillard's there, but also the, you know, the relative closeness, proximity of the team, my kids like the Blazers. Um, Dame and CJ uh, have been household favorites of ours. So they, they, the news mattered that the Blazers hired, Shams reported the Blazers hired Chauncey Billups. Uh, as a basketball person, you know Chauncey Billups' name as a player uh, all the way, you know, obviously through the Pistons run with the championship and all those years there, the Eastern Conference Finals, Mr. Big Shot. Uh, but the news broke yesterday that the Blazers were hiring him. Uh, Becky Hammond from the Spurs was the other finalist uh, from everything we read. And then Shams broke last night that Chauncey was the hire. And I've been thinking about this all day. Uh, all last night and then all today. I've started writing a Medium article about it, then I stopped. Then I started doing a long Twitter thread about it, and then I stopped, and I said, you know what, this is perfect for Cross the Streams, because uh, it's easier to speak, and I think emotion, sometimes it's, it's harder to convey it on Twitter uh, or on my medium writings than it is just with my voice and inflection, so I'm gonna try to take you through my thought process and why I think it's so important for Emergency Pod. Okay, um, all of you listening, uh, you should know by now, but if you don't, uh, my recent, life turn not in like my addition to what i give a damn about professionally uh, i've been a college basketball coach 12 almost 13 years as a head coach at the d3 level a men's team and um, for almost a decade of that i've worked a character development program rooted in healthy masculinity uh, in prevention of sexual assault domestic violence um, a reframing of what it be, means to be a man in the 21st century to break out of the stereotypes and hopefully through change in behavior and mindsets, create men that are not going to harm others, including and probably most important to women. Um, long story short, that is rooted in the idea that you believe victims, uh, you find out and support victim advocacy and you do the work up front to not just reduce risk for women, uh, but stop the perpetrators of rape, uh, domestic violence across the country, which most of the time, gentlemen listening, is us men. So as I digested the hiring of Billups, I know I, f I fought internally and I texted friend groups of mine like, hey, Chauncey Billups, he might be a good coach. Um, and then literally guys out there, where I'm going with this is might be similar to how you experience this situation. It took about four minutes from the time Shams broke the news and I tweeted immediately, hey, Chauncey Billups, Mr. Big Shot, to where I could no longer be ignorant, courtesy of the ways I digest information, Twitter, Google search, Instagram, to the fact that Billups was not solely bringing former player, current assistant for the Clippers, now new first-time head coach for the Blazers and Dame, to the table. I was not the only thing he was carrying. He was carrying a 1997 gang rape accusation from when he was a Boston Celtics player. Uh, and that literally took less than four minutes to find out. If you, if you scroll Twitter and you had found out through Twitter how he was hired, you could find out immediately from sources like at Brenda Tracy, uh, at John Canzano from the Oregonian, from a lot of different places. You would have seen not just, hey, remember when Chauncey was accused of gang rape. You would also have seen court documents. 
you would have seen if you just Googled on Reddit. Go do it right now. Deep dive into Billups' rape accusation. You will get an entire timeline. You will be able to digest immediately what happened in Boston. And then you would no longer be able to say, as I've seen, and uh, this is like the playbook to men's denial of violence committed by other men against women. Well, I didn't know about his past. Well, here, here's the problem, guys, and this is for me too. Go further than that because you know now. If you didn't know all day until you listened to Kip today, great. You know now. So what does that mean for you going further in experiencing this story and forming an opinion on it, especially if you're a Blazers fan? Okay. If we are striving, and if you're listening to this podcast, you know I'm trying to be. I promote that. I have my own business called Teams of Men where I work with other coaches and administrators to help them build curriculum similar to the work I've done with my men for the past decade in their programs. We work with high schools and colleges across the country to eradicate gender violence, promote equality, victim advocacy, and breaking out of what a call the men and Tony Porter called the man box. I didn't know cannot be the end of our stance. Okay, You do know, and I know as a person who's been in the work now and works with professionals, that four to six percent, you can find studies that are somewhere in that range of rape accusations are false. Let me say that again. Four to six percent, most of the time, less than the fingers on one hand, percentage of rapes claims are false. So immediately take away your fanboyism. Take away the, well, I don't know, because you do. If I told you we could run a play that was going to succeed 95% of the time, you would tell me it's a virtual certainty. So we can take into account that what happened in Boston happened, okay? I want you to take out of your mind that, well, he settled out of court. That doesn't mean not guilty. I know this. I teach this to my men. I know this. So just because Chauncey Billups settled out of court, didn't do prison time for this and paid a sum, does not absolve him from the fact that what is said in all the documents I just told you to go find for two minutes happened, okay? So I was digesting these facts. That this is the person the Blazers hired that I originally told people, well, that might be a good hire. Well, now I know it's not a good hire. So what about my small platform where I have X amount of followers on Twitter? I have X amount of followers courtesy of who I am as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as a podcast host. What about this small platform? Am I so unwilling to lose for me to come out and say, that was a dumbass hire and that sucks, right? Well, what is it about me as a man that I'm so scared of saying that? When that's the bare minimum, you know what I do, who I don't think the head coach of a professional team I cheer for should be? Is someone accused of gang rape. What, what, what is it, Kip, and other men out there listening? What is it you're so afraid of? I want you to spare yourself, spare me, spare people you love. We don't know what happened. No, you do know what happened. It's filed. Go read it. If I just told you all studies throughout the past decades, researchers, not you in your bubble, and not me, at Kip Ione in my bubble, because I don't have firsthand knowledge of something, does not lead me to believe it did not happen. We know what happened. We know what happened that night. Spare me the standard, well, it happened one time, Kip. It hasn't happened since. Don't you think one time of gang rape is enough to prevent someone from being the head coach of an NBA franchise? Women's bodies, let me say this out loud to everybody. Women's bodies are not put on this earth for us as men to experiment on and harm as we supposedly find our way to our better selves. They are not disposable tools and playthings that we get to mess up 
They're not bullfrogs in our goddamn freshman science class for me on the way to being a better kip to harm women's bodies. He can change. I've seen these tweets all day. He can change. Well, then show me how. Okay, I hear this all the time um, from men in discussing, well, hey, Kip, this happened 10 years ago. This happened 12 years ago. This happened six years ago. People can change. Okay, I, I will grant you the capacity for human beings to change. I'm going to give you that. But what does change look like? Show me the change in these people we immediately grant grace to. You're willing to say, I don't know what happened about the actual event of the gang rape with Antoine Walker, Ron Mercer, Chauncey Billups, and the victim. You're willing to say, I don't know. But you're supremely confident at the same time that you, of his knowledge, of his growth as a human being? Like, you, you are for sure that he's grown since then purely because you haven't read or heard anything about else about him along those lines. You didn't know about it five minutes after it was available. You couldn't find the information. So you're not Batman finding out everything there is to know about Chauncey Billups' supposed re rehabilitation. Along the same lines, if I grant you capacity for change, okay, men can change and improve. Okay, I agree. But what does positive change look like after you participate in a gang rape? What does that growth look like? Is it, unin is it an uninhibited decade-plus career in the NBA? Millions in salary? A cush studio gig for a year? And then suddenly a six-figure assistant job that lands him the the head coaching job with one of the best players in the league. Does that look like change and growth in rehabilitation mindset and behavior that caused someone to participate in a gang rape? That doesn't scream growth. It screams escape from and forgetting about. Bare minimum, don't you think, if you are going to side on, I think Chauncey Billups is a better person today, don't you think you should see proof before you say that of action steps he has taken, support, causes he supported financially in person with his own toil and effort that help men not to do what he did or help victims move forward with their lives, especially considering all the studies and facts and research that shows the devastation for years and years and years after to victims' lives and the chain of that death, devastation through their loved ones, their children, those are immediately surrounding them. How many wins for Rip City is worth you bare minimum opening your mouth and saying, I don't like this hire because he gang raped someone? How many wins is worth the destruction of that woman's life? She got a settlement, Kip. That's another one I'm sure some of you might be hearing from friends. She got a settlement. Oh, so there's a monetary value you're willing to assign that frees men from raping women. There's a monetary number. Well, once you get into 400,000K, you give her. You can do whatever you want to her. Is that, is that something you're willing to stand by? The Blazers owner, GM, this is, uh, I believe, Paul Allen's widow, Neil O'Shea. They knew these things. Remember how much, the, how much uh, research and due diligence and we did our background checks go into these hires, go into draft picks? So they knew this. If I could find it in three minutes on Reddit, Neil O'Shea knew it before. And they decided that was not a disqualifier for taking the reins of the franchise and being the face of the franchise aside from Dame. They didn't have to hire Chauncey Billups. This was not a life or death choice to where if they didn't hire Chauncey Billups and give him a chance to be a head coach, he would cease to exist. He doesn't need this job to stay free as a free human being and rich. They chose to give it to him. And they chose fucking wrong. I don't get a medal for saying that. 
that's the bare minimum we all should be saying to sleep at night, is that we do not support people accused of gang rape, of getting head coaching jobs in professional sports. If you need more information, if you want more work, if you want more discussion, there are so many avenues and areas and resources available for you to grow in ability to believe women in victim advocacy. I'm not going to waste my time blaring them all out because if you are truly invested in be becoming a better person, you will seek these things out. This is similar to something Kane and I ranted about on previous seasons of this podcast, where we said the amount of time people are willing to invest in YouTube and how-to videos to make their put up their own deck in their backyard or build a gondola, but are unwilling to say, I don't know how to be better at anti-racism or I don't know how to be better at anti-gender violence is laughable. If you want to, you will take the steps and everything is there. There have been professionals and career workers toiling away, waiting for your participation. And this is something I, I recognize that if you're listening to this, you might be saying, Kip, I know you're not talking to me about this. You're right. If you are someone that has a similar mindset to me, I, 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 might, I may apologize for the you, you know, quote, you accusations. But are you willing the next time you're in a circle of men, whether that's virtually or in person, to say, what? That's bullshit. You know what happened. He did do that. Are you willing to do that? Because I'm not asking you to do that on a podium in front of 50,000 people. I'm asking you to do it at having two Rainier beers at the bar with Teddy and Tom. And until we're able to do that, we can't count ourselves as allies. The Blazers got it wrong. Content reminder. The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.